0: stories from the woods podcast. It's time to get back to the train from nowhere story. Hope you've been enjoying some of the other stories we've been sharing before getting back to chapter four of the story. If you remember, we left off with Emily, Steve, and Azor stuck in the midnight cave. Marley had blocked them in, but they had just noticed there was a glow to their left, and they all wondered what it could be. A train from nowhere, chapter four, a midnight EXPLORATION Emily walks towards the light as Steve and Azor follow her. All of them are silent. She reaches the source of the light, which is breaking through gaps in a few rocks. She presses her hand on the top rock and pushes gently. The rock breaks free with ease and the light pours up toward the ceiling. It is so bright that they all turn away from the light because it hurts their eyes.
1: It must be the gem of the sun,
0: says Steve.
1: Yes, but how are
2: we going to get it if we cannot look at the light?
0: Responded Emily.
2: We're just
1: going to need to search for it blindly.
0: They turned their back for a second to see where they need to go, and they slowly moved up against the rock. Emily closes her eyes. She moves her hands up the rock and down into the hole until she feels a smooth surface that is very warm to the touch. She grasps it and pulls it out.
2: I think I have it,
0: she says. Steve looks back at the rock to see if the light is gone from there. He does, and now notices the light coming from Emily, shining down to the ground.
1: Yes, you have it. The light is pointing to the ground. You need to point it up and away from
0: us. This time, Azor is watching as Emily turns the gem up slightly, but in the
3: direction of him. Oh, Emily, turn the light around and away from us.
2: Sorry, Azor,
3: Emily says
0: as she quickly turns the opposite way. She looks forward and notices that there's a tunnel in the direction she's pointing the light.
2: Look! There's a path over there! The light can lead us!
0: Steve and Azor both notice that the light is no longer hurting their eyes, since it's pointing the other direction.
1: Yeah, it's not like we can do anything else right now.
0: Azor speaks up.
3: I don't think it's wise to venture in the cave. There are many stories of others not making it out of here. There are many unexplained dangers as well. I would advise against it.
1: We either wait here for Marley and the rest of the salt army to arrive tomorrow, or we try to find another way out of here tonight.
3: All right, but we must be very cautious while we look through the cave. They walk down the tunnel and do not notice much
0: but some spiders crawling. Finally, they reach a wall with two paths, one to the right and one to the left. The left path is straight and narrow, and the right path has a staircase going up.
1: Which way should we go?
0: Says Steve.
2: I think we should go up the stairs,
0: says Emily. They talk it over a little bit longer, thinking about different ways, maybe even splitting up, but ultimately end up deciding to go up the staircase together. They climb 55 steps, and they know that, because Steve was counting them all the way up until they reached a dark room. Emily scanned the room with the light from the gem, but all they saw was rock walls. However, they could hear a slight dripping sound every few seconds. Emily scanned the ground to see if there was water. They didn't see anything, but they thought it might be coming from the left side of the room. They walked over toward the wall and could still hear the dripping. Now it sounded like it might be coming on the other side of the wall.
1: There was a storm coming when we entered the cave. I wonder if the other side of the wall is outside and we are hearing the rain fall. The water might be coming from the
2: rain, but the drops do not sound like raindrops. It does
1: not matter anyway,
2: because there is not a way to get there from here. I think we need to try the other path because this is just a dead end. Maybe you were right,
0: says Emily, as she turns toward him, pointing the gem upward.
3: Or maybe not. Emily look up says Azor. As they look up, there's a hole
0: that they had not seen before.
2: Steve, let me get onto your shoulders and see if I can reach up there.
0: Finally, after some struggle, she's able to get her hands up on the hole and able to pull herself up. Emily grabs her gem and shines it forward. She notices a rope ladder and also a tunnel that heads towards the other side of the wall. There's
2: a rope ladder and a tunnel up here.
0: She throws the rope ladder down for Steve and Azor to come up and then crawls inside the tunnel with the light shining ahead. Steve and Azor make their way up the rope ladder. Emily moves her way into the tunnel so they have room to get up. Azor is the
3: first one up. It is very tight in here. I don't know if I can make it in the tunnel.
2: Just try!
0: So he fits his way in the tunnel and moves forward so Steve can fit up. Steve gets up the top of the ladder.
1: It is tight in here.
0: He gets down and starts crawling behind Azor. They crawl for a little while until Emily stops them.
2: Guys, there's a hole right here.
0: And she puts her head down in the hole, looking around, shining the light. She doesn't see anything in the room other than some dripping water, the water that they heard.
2: There is not anything in here except the water that we heard dripping. Let's keep on going.
0: So they start crawling and continue ahead. Azor getting over the hole and then Steve following. Steve crawls over the hole and just as he does, something grabs his heel.
1: (gasps) Ah! Something's grabbing my foot!
0: (gasps) It starts to pull him down into the hole. Emily quickly turns around with the light, blinding Azor's eyes. Steve grabs his dagger and quickly jabs at whatever is grabbing him, and it sinks into something solid. Is the eerie sound that comes from whatever was grabbing him. He quickly moves forward, crawling.
1: I'm loose. Hurry up. We have to move quick.
0: As they're moving down the tunnel, a hand comes out of that hole and pulls itself up in the darkness. Emily, shining head, runs into a a wall that turns only left. She turns and says,
1: No! It's a dead end! We're trapped! I think you better find something real quick to get us out of here. I hear something crawling behind us!
0: Steve turns around, facing the darkness with his dagger in hand. Emily's frantically pushing around on the walls to see if she can see any gap or any opening.
2: There's a loose rack over here, Azor, but I can't lift it. Can you help me?
0: Yes, I can. Azor switches positions with Emily and started pushing on the rock, lifting it up.
3: I got the rock loose. Come here now, both of you. Emily turns back
0: around the corner.
2: Steve, we have to go. Hurry up.
0: She shines the gem right when he's face to face with a skeleton-like creature that is baring its teeth at him. (laughs) Steve raises his dagger as he screams. And the light of the gem shines off the dagger and sends a burst of light towards the skeleton face, screeching in horror. And the skeleton turns and crawls back the way it came. Steve quickly turns around, crawling to where Emily is.
1: We have to get out of here real quick.
0: They hustle around the corner. Azor is there to pull up Emily and Steve. They get out and just start running as fast as they can in the darkness. They realize they're outside in the rain but they continue to run at least 100 yards before they stop for a minute, but they're not sure if that thing is following them. This concludes Chapter 4, Midnight Exploration, from the story, Train from Nowhere. This podcast features a song, A Dinner and a Rabbit, by Mute Stare, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast Please leave us a review, and as always, continue to listen to our next episode.